women hang on tightly to their past experiences and they don't realize that this keeps them stuck. When you let go, not only will you have healthy, loving, fulfilling, and committed relationships, you'll also have healthier living and more energy. It's time to bring joy back. You deserve it. Welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with Andrea Lewis. On today's show, we'll help you get your life back on track and provide words of inspiration. Now, here is Andrea Lewis. Hello, and welcome to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. I am your host, Andrea Lewis. I believe that when women heal past wounds, they are free to express themselves authentically as creative, intuitive, and powerful women. And by doing so, they light up the world with love. If you'd like to find out more about me, check out my website at andreamlewis.com. I have some free resources. An online class called Stop Replaying the Past and Worrying About the Future. In this class, you will learn the effects of suppressing our emotions, the reason we get stuck in repeated patterns. You'll also learn to identify your dominant archetype when you're not resonating in your feminine power, and much more. I also have free guided meditations, forgiveness, release your mother's pain story, grounding into the light, and meet your inner child. To work with me, I offer mediumship sessions and ancestral healing for your mother lineage. On today's show, I'd like to talk about our journey together for the next 13 weeks. It is time to bring joy back. I've noticed that women attribute their worth to people, places, things. And that's because somewhere in our childhood, we didn't feel worthy, loved, safe, or was treated with kindness. We have a range of emotions, negative and positive. And if we suppress them, it creates an imbalance in our health, wealth, and relationships. We will continue to repeat patterns until it is interrupted and stopped. Healing the past is not an overnight process, nor is it a one-time deal. In order to love ourselves unconditionally, we need to love the parts we wish were different. Our past, our not-so-wise choices, our limiting beliefs and fears. It's not about being perfect or getting it right. It's about having the courage to feel our emotions so that we can move forward towards a joyful life that deep down we know we deserve. When we release hurt, pain, and disappointment, we reclaim our power and we are able to live a life where our thoughts align with our beliefs and to act accordingly. Being empowered means we allow, we receive, we trust, we listen. We listen to our intuition and we feel courageous. Our egos are less in charge because we have more self-love. About six years ago, I resigned from my government job of 12 years. I was unhappy, unfulfilled, and burnt out. I then self-published my memoir, Dramaville is Not a Place, It's a State of Mind. I chronicle my journey on how I went from self-destruction to self-love and reawakened my intuitive gifts I had learned to hide from growing up in a highly dysfunctional environment. Because I wasn't seeing the results that I anticipated with the book, I started to doubt my decision. Then a few months later, I met a man from my past life. Initially, I didn't know this, except my heart leapt out and I felt as if I'd known him, even though it was our first encounter. Shortly after the encounter, we started dating, and within weeks, I started having spontaneous memories at the most inopportune times. I would be seated in a modeling pose in the artist studio and be transported to a different time and space. I recorded the visions in my journal and I later learned that it was past life memories when I had spoken to the artist. But I didn't believe in past lives, reincarnation, or even have a spiritual practice. I was completely left-brained, logical and analytical. So it was a confusing time for me I really didn't understand what past lives had to do with anything. I was just trying to figure out what to do with my life. When the relationship ended, I opened my Akashic Records. If you don't know what the Akashic Records are or haven't heard of them, 
The word Akashic in Sanskrit means either, and in Hindi, it means sky or heaven. To put it in simplest terms, it's the fifth dimension, the spiritual realm. Once in the Akashic Records, I met with my soul from his successful past life. It was months after I launched my sacred business, and because I wasn't seeing the results I anticipated, I was ready to give up. I learned that I was a priestess, and I received pertinent advice to be love and light and to believe in myself. That set me on the path of self-love, but I was somewhat forced to. I was sick with walking pneumonia and had laryngitis. During that time, I learned to nurture my inner child. I also underwent an initiatory period in the Akashic Records, and I understood the issues I had with the artists and with my family as well. I uncovered many traumatic past lives where I had been killed for my beliefs. The more I examined my past lives, the more I realized how it affected my present life, and I began to see a common thread. I was terrified to speak out. I had a lot of shame and feared retaliation and judgment. It explained the reason I didn't have a voice in my relationships, and I chose to play small and dim my light. I was trying to stay safe. About one year after I met with my soul for my successful past life as a priestess, I sold my house, and within a few days, I clarified my plans and took inspired action. I booked my flights and accommodation in St. Ives, Cornwall, Glastonbury, Somerset, and Marazion, Cornwall, for a six-week spiritual pil pilgrimage to England. Once in St. Ives, I experienced a sense of familiarity, but I didn't understand why I was there until I traveled to Glastonbury. I had some spontaneous past life memories when I visited sacred sites. However, the missing piece of the puzzle came when I eventually traveled to Marazion. I was seated in the church at St. Michael's Mount with my eyes closed and my hands clasped in prayer. With Gregorian chants playing in the background, I was transported to a scene from a different time. I was in that castle wearing a medieval dress. A bright light emanated from my hands and heart. Then I heard ever so clearly, you forgot the Christ light, your oneness with the divine, God and goddess. Chills ran down my spine and the tears flowed freely. I felt that my spiritual pilgrimage was complete. And since then, I have never been the same. But the inner peace that followed me for the remainder of my time in England soon dissolved when I returned to Canada. I temporarily lived out of a suitcase between my mother's and boyfriend's home, and I felt out of place, both literally and figuratively. 18 months after my spiritual pilgrimage, my relationship ended, plus the work I had been doing with a business coach. I could no longer deny that I had been hiding in the relationship. I realized I abandoned myself and my dreams because I was afraid to shine bright. As I grieved the loss, my spirit team guided me to be patient. I was experiencing personal growth. Admittedly, it was uncomfortable being in stillness, silent solitude. And when I received the guidance to travel to Ireland, as well as study mediumship, I resisted. But with nothing to lose, I listened. It took months for me to interpret the signs, messages, and omens. But, but, but by maintaining a childlike curiosity, I stayed open, jotted down my musings, reviewed and updated my goals, journaled, consulted my Akashic records, contemplated and took guided action along the way. With patience, persistence, strength, humility, and trust in a divine plan, as well as releasing my fears, the three-week spiritual pilgrimage to Ireland unfolded. Sometime after I arrived in Galway, I, I found myself seated in a church, and in my mind's eye, I watched a streaming video of a chaotic scene, monks trying to organize a group of us to safety, lit torches along the walls. Then I saw myself being separated from a group of people I sensed I had a close bond with. The scene felt urgent. Then a monk placed a rosary in my hand, and he said, Godspeed. 
He repeated it, and the scene dissolved. Later that day, I ate my lunch overlooking Galway Bay, and I suddenly realized that it was the port of my escape to England. A few days later, I followed my guidance to research the Christian Reformation, and I learned that it began under King Henry VIII in 1534. It was the era I was living in. I had to escape for fear of being persecuted for my beliefs because I didn't fit the religious profile of either Catholic or Protestant. It was a time of spiritual cleansing. When I returned to Canada, I felt as if something was missing and my spirit team wasted no time and guided me to return to Ireland, specifically to Limerick. Initially, I was resistant, but the longing to reunite with, reunite with my soul family outweighed my fears. One day, as I sat in contemplation, I retraced my past life. My home was in Limerick, and because of the Christian Reformation, I escaped with my soul family. We will take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about how everything came together for me and what to expect on our 13-week journey together. to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. We were talking about my journey of retracing my successful past life as a priestess. As I was saying, we traveled to Galway, Then we became separated before I went in exile in England. First, I arrived in Glastonbury. Then I hid in the castle in St. Michael's Mount before spending the remainder of my life in St. Ives. I then recalled when I visited Barnoon Cemetery, I had an eerie feeling and the raven perched on one of the headstones watching me sent chills up my spine because it ensured we made eye contact before it flew away. I suddenly realized I was buried in that cemetery. A few days prior to the autumn equinox, I traveled to Limerick and I found myself in St. Mary's Cathedral. I learned that I was with the same group of people. We stayed there for a little while until it was no longer safe. We were led down to the Shannon River and embarked on a boat. I now knew the journey was to Galway. Though I intended to reunite with my soul family, it didn't go according to my plan. Experience taught me that I needed to allow the unfolding of the spiritual pilgrimage. I discovered that my inner child stubbornly held on tightly to the pain story from the past. Emotionally, she felt unworthy, and she displayed this resistance by sabotaging my efforts. I didn't listen or even trust my spirit team's guidance. After 10 days in Ireland, I finally understood my past life expert's advice. Believe in yourself. 
I also understood why I had been retracing my successful past life as a priestess. I needed to go where I belonged and to stop trying so hard to fit in. I needed to bring forth the gifts in order to be happy and fulfilled. For the past two and a half years, I've been writing a work in progress book, Walk to the Beat of Your Own Rhythm, How to Get Unstuck from Repeated Patterns and Lead an Empowering Life, part memoir and part self-help. The book is about creating a life that is right for you instead of the life you believe you should live. I not only share my journey, I include simple but effective techniques to overcome your fears and reclaim your power. My desire to empower women led me to become a certified empowerment coach. I have mentored women to move past their fears and reclaim their feminine power. The further I went on my sacred healing journey, I discovered that I inherited fears from my mother and my foremothers that were hindering my path's progress. It helped me let go of wanting things to be different than it actually was with my mother and accepting her with love and compassion. I am an ancestral healing practitioner and have helped women clear unwanted influences and repeated patterns and experience a newfound freedom. When my father passed in spirit about three years ago, I was estranged from him and I experienced so much guilt. I intuitively knew that I could connect with him. And when I did, I was able to transform my dysfunctional relationship with my father to one of love, compassion, encouragement, and guidance. All that I wanted when he was alive. He has become one of my spirit guides. My experience has inspired me to specialize in reconciliation and forgiveness between loved ones on earth and their family members in spirit. I can attest that it is never too late to heal the past. Have you wondered why you feel stuck in your relationships or career? Are you going through the motions? Do you feel tired and frustrated that you are not where you thought you would be in life? It doesn't have to be this way. On this 13-week journey, I'll talk about how the past does not have to define you. I'll help you get out of your own way, cultivate more self-love, and become an active participant in your life. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. But all too often, women sacrifice their needs, wants, and desires because they make everyone a priority. We learn from our mothers and foremothers that it is selfish to want more for our lives. So we work really hard to try to fit in. But instead of feeling happy, we feel trapped. Some of us are unknowingly living our mother's unfulfilled dreams, which was my story. Others are doing the right thing, not what's right for them. Working hard, pushing and striving is very unnatural for women. It's a very masculine way. But the feminine way is effortless. There is a flow and life is almost magical. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. This quote by Rumi really resonates with me. I believe that our purpose on earth is to remember we are love. Love is not outside of us, in someone or something, and it's not the romanticized version that we've been taught. Months ago, I channeled a message from my inspirational guide on the word love. Love is a way of being. Love is what made you keep it flowing. Love is what brings peace and harmony to the world. Love creates togetherness. You are love. You are loved. When you shine your light, you emanate love. Unconditional love is the path to joy. And if you want to experience joy in your life, it begins with you. It is my mission to empower women to feel safe to be themselves so they can live a life filled with freedom and purpose. For the next 13 weeks, you will understand what keeps you stuck in life. You'll also learn to see past wounds from a higher perspective. See the lesson in your mistakes. Release your fears and cultivate more self-love. Stay true to yourself. Shift your perception 
about your loved ones in, in spirit? Become an active participating participant in your life and bring joy back. We live in a world where, where we are surrounded by distractions, social media, smartphones, gadgets, and whatever else that easily draws our attention away from our inner world. We've learned to fear darkness, solitude, and silence. We don't even know how to be with ourselves. The most important relationship we'll ever have is with ourselves because no one can love us, value us, be kind to us, or respect us until we treat ourselves with love, value, kindness, and respect first. Otherwise, we'll always be chasing someone or something for love and approval. It's a pretty exhausting way of living. We feel empty and depleted. Have you wondered if there is more to life than keeping a busy schedule, zoning out in front of the television, having a routine and doing what's perceived as normal? Well, you are right. There is more to life. But your ego will keep you chasing, rushing for the next thing and never stopping to breathe and ask yourself, what do I want? What do I really want? What would make me happy? The ego's job is to keep you safe because it's comfortable in the familiar. She will tell you all the reasons it won't work out, the new man you met, the new position you're considering, or moving to another city, for example. Some of the reasons may seem valid, so you listen because changing your life takes a lot of effort. It causes stress, and let's face it, the unknown is scary. So you might convince yourself that you're happy being single, your current job is not that bad, and you live in a nice place. You can intellectualize your life all you want, but your soul yearns to expand and grow, and she will come knocking to get your attention, usually in the form of loss, to wake you up. We've learned that we must get over something or someone and move on with our lives as quickly as possible. We think we are fine and busily go about our lives. We don't sit in our grief because we can't control how long it will take. And instead of moving forward, we return to the same type of job, relationship, or residence out of fear. And so the cycle of repeated patterns continues. Your ego will keep you in this pattern until you give her what she needs. Imagine that a little girl came to you with a wound such as fear, anger, shame, or guilt. Would you say, no, not now? Probably not. What do you think she wants from you? She wants to be loved. She wants to be treated with kindness. She needs to feel like she is good enough and she wants to feel safe. This is your ego. Have you ever challenged your ego's concerns? Your ego is not separate from you, and her fears and beliefs that limit you are real. They stem from somewhere in your past, usually in childhood. She is your inner child, and you might have tried to have her disappear by giving her chocolate, overworking, binge eating, drinking alcohol, smoking, compulsive exercise, sex, television, and internet surfing. Sure, it might have quieted her, but it was only temporary, like a band-aid. We live in a world where we want a quick fix and instant gratification. We always want to feel good, but that's not realistic. We have a range of emotions. We're human. Let's go back to the analogy of a little girl. Imagine she was your daughter, your niece, your cousin, or a stranger. Would you love and nurture her only once? Probably not. So why is it acceptable to ignore your fears, anger, shame, guilt, or grief? If you don't feel your emotions, you deny yourself, that little girl in you, the ability to self-soothe and self-cope. Nurturing yourself is a gift. It's a mixture of compassion, awareness, love, acceptance, honest caring, and surrender. What if your daughter, niece, little cousin, or a stranger did something to upset you? Would you belittle her 
criticize her or judge her for doing something wrong or making an error. No, you wouldn't. You would speak to her with love and kindness. The negative self-talk is directed at your inner child, the little girl in you who needs to feel loved, be treated with kindness, to feel like she is good enough and to feel safe. We will take a short break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about establishing a relationship with your inner child, as well as how our mother's beliefs play out in our lives on an unconscious level. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. listening to heal past wounds and bring joy back with your host andrea lewis to reach the show today feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to andrea m lewis at outlook.com now back to the show welcome back everyone thanks for joining me again we were talking about what to expect on our 13-week journey together as well as your ego and using the analogy of a little girl to help you understand your fears and beliefs. It's important to spend quality time with your inner child. What kinds of things bring her joy? Does she like to dance, draw, color, paint, hula hoop, collage? Think back to your childhood. What activities did you enjoy? Then set aside at least 30 minutes this week to do a creative activity. Schedule it in your smartphone and set a reminder. It may seem counterintuitive to go and have fun, but have you noticed when we worry, we create more stress in our lives? James Redfield, author of The Celestine Prophecy says, where attention goes, energy flows. Where intention goes, energy flows. So if you're in fear, you're going to create circumstances and situations that reflect fear. Certainly, you always have a choice to choose love. But how do we love ourselves in the moment when we feel terrified and our plans are not going accordingly? By giving your inner child a voice, you acknowledge your feelings. By speaking to your inner child more lovingly, you feel better about yourself By doing something creative, you connect to your soul, where you focus on solutions, access your inner wisdom and intuition. You're able to see things from a higher perspective. Options and choices that once seemed blocked become available because you've shifted from being in your head where the ego focuses on problems and fears. Wayne Dyer defines ego as edging God out. 
If you're not comfortable with the word God, replace it with spirit. For me personally, it's goddess. When my ego is in charge, I am edging goddess out. When you feel your emotions, talk to yourself more positively and express yourself creatively. You reclaim your feminine power. The more you connect with your inner child, you'll understand yourself, know yourself, love yourself, and be kind to yourself. You'll also have healthy, loving, fulfilling, and committed relationships, healthier living, and more energy. Have you ever thought about where you learned your beliefs from? Just because it's done a certain way or it's normal doesn't mean it's the only way or the right way. Maybe you watched your mother work really hard and gave so much of her time and nurtured everyone to the point that she was tired and depleted. She ate on the run or barely ate, and she didn't have time for herself. Self-care was something, was not something your mother modeled, and you probably thought you were supposed to be a superwoman. You might have also learned from your mother about men and money. She might have said things like, money doesn't grow on trees. Don't spend money like water. Your father doesn't help out. If your parents argued a lot and there was tension in the household, your mother and father didn't model a healthy, loving, fulfilling relationship. On an unconscious level, this has played out in your relationships with men. You've experienced betrayal. Didn't feel you have a voice. You've also experienced financial issues. You feel anxious about not having enough money. You work really hard and you are afraid to take risks. You choose jobs that are safe. Sometime last year, I watched a movie called Stranded in Paradise. And there was a scene with the main actress and her mother. Her mother was upset that her daughter lost her job and was taking a break to figure things out. She thought her daughter was being irresponsible. Then her mother went on about how she can't rely on anyone, especially a man. Her daughter finally stood up to her and said, Yes, mom, I know the story on how dad left you when I was a baby and you were the sole provider. I carry a lot of anger and fear, and it's not even mine. I created a free meditation called Release Your Mother's Pain Story to help you heal and move forward. In this meditation, I guide you to connect with your mother to find out her pain story with your father and to learn how it played out in your life on an unconscious level. You can go to andreamlewis.com. In a perfect world, we would have perfect relationships with our mothers. But the reality is, many women have unhealthy relationships with their mothers. Spend some time journaling on the following questions. What is your mother-daughter dynamics? Was there conflict, drama, and or manipulation? How did your mother make you feel? Was she there for you when you needed her, or was she always too busy? Did she support you and encourage you to be your own person? Did you have a voice in the relationship? Deep down, you know that your mother did the best she could with what she knew, but your inner child felt abandoned. This created separation instead of togetherness within the family. Maybe you feel ungrateful for wanting things to be different than it actually is. Maybe you feel guilty for being estranged from your mother and angry because no matter how hard you try, you never feel good enough. Your inner child wants the past to be different and she will try really hard to prove herself until you give her what she needs, love, safety, value, and compassion. It isn't about changing your mother. It's about changing the relationship with yourself. Our mothers are in pain. And when we heal ourselves, we begin to have more self-love and self-compassion. We accept our mother with love and compassion. And we embrace all the wounded children of our mother's lineage. Burying our stories does not make them go away. Secrets make us sick. We carry our mothers and our foremothers' stories in our DNA. We carry their shame for all the injustices that were done to them by the patriarchy. We carry their pain 
We carry their unfulfilled dreams. The time is now to break the pattern, to release the story, to reclaim your feminine power, and to bring joy back. Healing your mother lineage not only benefits you, it benefits everyone in your lineage. You heal seven generations back and seven generations ahead. Find out the story you inherited and the gifts your mother lineage brings. You can go to andreamlewis.com. As women, we tend to be in our heads trying to figure things out, and we have a hard time slowing down because our ego does a pretty good job of distracting us from the present moment by overthinking, analyzing, and doing things just to avoid being with ourselves. Sure, we learn from our mothers and our foremothers to work really hard, but it served them. They had to survive the patriarchy culture. As you're well aware, times are changing and the return of the feminine is on the rise. When we decide to make a new choice and take a new action, we're saying yes to becoming more of who we are meant to be. We're no longer burdened by our mother's and foremother's beliefs. Sometimes when I feel like I'm pushing myself to accomplish a task and I'm working really hard to achieve a goal, I intuitively know that I am trying to make something happen my way. I will admit, I don't immediately listen. I wait until the message becomes loud and clear that I need to stop what I am doing. The message usually comes in the form of fatigue, neck pain, an inability to concentrate, or from a rune or oracle card telling me to surrender, let go of my plans. It's about finding a balance between giving and receiving And in order to receive, we must make time to listen. Spend time this week doing the following practices. Connect with Goddess Gaia. Go for a walk in nature for a minimum of 20 minutes. No music. And tune into your thoughts. Walk 10 minutes one way and 10 minutes back. If the weather is cold where you are, then dress for it. The next practice is what I what I call be receptive exercise. Sit in solitude for a minimum of 30 minutes, no music and tune into your thoughts. Set a timer and light a candle, gaze at the flames and take a few breaths to relax your mind. When you connect with goddess Gaia and sit in solitude, you connect to your soul and you access your inner wisdom and intuition. You also return to the present moment which is your point of power. All of these practices from connecting with your inner child by giving her a voice, speaking, speaking to her more lovingly and doing something creative, to taking walks in nature and sitting in stillness to listen are building a healthy relationship with yourself and bringing yourself back into wholeness. You're opening your heart chakra to love and compassion beginning with yourself. Forgiveness is an important practice to opening your heart chakra. But some women either refuse to forgive because they think it's letting the other person off the hook, or they forgive too easily because it's the right thing to do. Forgiveness is not condoning what the other person did or said. Forgiveness is freedom from the story, the hurt, the pain and disappointment you felt so that you can move forward. If you still think of someone or have a past memory, our energy is still connected to that person. Our inner child wants things to be different than it actually was, but this is impossible. Hanging on to the hurt, pain and disappointment is serving a purpose. Your inner child is protecting you from getting hurt and disappointed again. At least she is familiar with the past. The unknown is is scary for her. We will take a short break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about the importance of forgiveness, as well as transforming your relationship with a family member in spirit to love despite the experience you had with them while on earth. your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution 
the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Do you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstandings with a loved one in spirit? Are you still angry with your family member? Do you feel stuck, lost, and without a purpose? It doesn't have to be this way. Through Andrea's mediumship reading sessions, experience a burden being lifted and begin the journey of reconciliation and forgiveness. If you're ready to heal past wounds and bring joy back, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Are you a woman who is afraid to be seen and heard because your mother was highly critical? Did you constantly try to get your mother's approval, but no matter how hard you tried, you never felt good enough? Through Andrea's Akashic Reading Sessions, shift from being passive to assertive. Begin to trust yourself and find a balance between giving and receiving. If you're ready to heal your mother lineage and move forward, go to andreamlewis.com to book your session today. Again, that's andreamlewis.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with your host, Andrea Lewis. To reach the show today, feel free to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Andrea M. Lewis at Outlook.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining me again. We were talking about establishing a relationship with your inner child, as well as how our mother's beliefs play out in our lives on an unconscious level. We also talked about how forgiveness is an important practice to opening your heart chakra. If you recall, the ego's job is to remain with the status quo while your soul yearns to grow and expand. Can you let go of the story of hurt, pain, and disappointment? Are you willing to forgive others for not being perfect? We cannot change the past but we can create a better future when we heal the past through forgiveness. This is a gift you give yourself so you can move on. If you need to forgive someone, I created a powerful free forgiveness meditation with Archangel Michael to help you cut the ties that bind you. You can go to andreamlewis.com. You have unfinished business with a family member in spirit. Maybe you think it's too late. Maybe you believe that you're fine, but just look at any area where you're feeling stuck in your life and will reflect back to you how you haven't been able to grieve your pain. In David Rico's book, How to Be an Adult in Relationships, he writes, we fear grief because we, we know we will not be able to control its intensity, its duration, or its range. And so we look for ways around it. If you still feel guilty for not resolving disagreements and misunderstanding with a family member in spirit, and you're still angry with your family member, I can attest that it is never too late to heal the past. Regardless of the relationship you had, you can heal the past because only love is real. It's our egos that create separation with fear, anger, guilt, or shame. But as we've been talking about, it's not who we are. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Sometime last year, I worked with a woman who really wanted to connect with certain family members in spirit. As I conveyed the messages from her family members, I felt her body tense up and her anger when her family members asked her to forgive them. Even though the experiences with her family members happened so long ago, her pain was extremely intense. And when I asked why she wouldn't forgive them, She said that she already did. 
but it was clear that her inner child was hanging on tightly to her pain story. So I guided her to forgive them yet again. She needed to release another layer of her pain story from, from the little girl in her who felt wounded. As I explained that forgiveness is a gift you give yourself and told her that her family members send her love and are with her protecting her, she experienced a profound healing as if a burden was being lifted. Her aura brightened and her, and her energy felt lighter. There is no such thing as death. The soul lives on. The spirit world is always around us, just vibrating at a faster frequency. We may not be able to see our family members with the visible eye, but they are only a thought away. Our family members are eager to help us. They want to protect us, guide us, and love us, despite the experience we had with them while on earth. The hardest lessons to learn are the ones with our family members. We tend to travel with our family lifetime after lifetime. This is what's known as soul groups, and we learn various lessons with them. In James Van Prague's book, Wisdom from Your Spirit Guides, he writes, the purpose for our family dynamics is to rise above our circumstances and become self-realized. Intellectually, you understand the importance of forgiveness. But your inner child doesn't, and she will ask, why should you forgive your family member? Why should you accept their apology? How could they have possibly changed? You tried everything to reconcile the relationship when they were alive. Acknowledge her feelings by giving her a voice. Otherwise, she'll continue to hang on tightly to her pain story. When a spirit passes, there is a rest period. They will go through a life review. In this life review, they become aware of their soul lessons. They relive actions, words, and thoughts more intensely. In John Holland's book, Building the Bridge, he writes that in a life review, the soul experiences and feels every joy, pain, and sorrow that they cause others in their lifetime. Not only is forgiving them helping you, it's helping your family member and spirit move forward in the spirit world. Forgiveness is a process. It takes time to transform your relationship with a family member in spirit to love. But when you heal the past through forgiveness, you open your heart and mind, and then a doorway can be open to your family member in spirit. As you become more aware of the connection, you form a new relationship with them. They're with you during birthdays, family celebrations, on their anniversary, and other important dates. They offer support. They can see things from a higher perspective and provide guidance. They will communicate with you through signs such as messages on social media, an animal, or something unique to them. My dad loved lottery tickets, and whenever I've been in a store and someone was holding up the line to check their tickets, I immediately think of my dad and feel his presence in that moment comforting me. Just imagine if your life could be easier. How would that feel to experience more ease and flow in your life? Well, with some help from your family member in spirit, your life can be easier. However, they cannot tell you what to do or how to live your life. You still have karmic lessons to learn. They are simply your spirit guide. In John Holland's book, Building the Bridge, he writes, there is, there is help to put us on the right path. We have to understand, recognize, and trust that we're never truly alone during our time here. Your intuition, certain people, spirit guides, and even synchronicity want to help you. And together, they can be your partners in discovering what you want and what you need. It's not about being perfect or getting it right. It's about having the courage to release your fears. It's about trusting your guidance, finding a balance between giving and receiving, and having a healthy relationship with yourself and seeking the answers from within so you can live a life filled with freedom and purpose. 
I am really excited for this journey that I believe is going to be transformational. Occasionally, I will have guests, but this show is all about you. I want to hear from you, the listener. Maybe you want to connect with a loved one in spirit. Maybe you seek insights in a particular area in your life. I am here to support you. I'll also provide insights and practical tools such as guided meditations, journaling exercises, or positive affirmations. So I hope all this sounds good because I am truly looking forward to an empowering relationship with you. I would love to know, did you see your ego with a new perspective? If so, has it affected the relationship with yourself? Did you do an activity that brought you joy? If so, did you dance, draw, color, paint, hula hoop, collage? Did you spend time journaling on your mother-daughter dynamics? Did you take walks in nature and sit in stillness to listen? Did you have an aha moment about anything I spoke about? Email me at andreamlewis at outlook.com or call in next week at 1 p.m. Eastern Time using the toll-free number 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. I'll close the show with one question you can ask yourself each morning upon waking. How can I bring more love to myself today? Thank you, everyone, for joining me today. Next week, I'll be talking about archetypes. Until next time, I hope you do something that brings you joy because you're worth it. Thank you so much for joining us today on Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back. Your host, Andrea Lewis, will be back live next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you back next week as a part of our show. 